0: Hello, friends, and welcome to Everyday Truth with Kurt Skelly. We're here to show that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day, and we're glad you joined us here for the conversation. We're exploring the book of 2 Peter and learning what it means to grow in grace. Now let's join Kurt for today's episode. Hey, friends, welcome back to today's episode of Everyday Truth. So glad that you're here. I want to show you this uh, cool mug that I got some time ago from the Hyperion espresso um, coffee shop in Fredericksburg, Virginia. If you ever come through Fredericksburg, here where I live in in Virginia, they got some really cool coffee shops. And that's one of them, Hyperion. So I love that little mug. Uh, We are in 2 Peter chapter number three. As I said last episode, we're getting really close to the end of this um, really powerful book in the Bible. And we talked about How Our time frame oftentimes is skewed as human beings. We don't understand why is God waiting? Why aren't things happening sooner? And we talked a bit yesterday about the fact that God is long suffering and we ought to be glad for that. Aren't you glad that God waited for you? And we ought to be glad to know that God has his purposes and his reasons for all of his seasons. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in which, in which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise. The elements shall melt. Scientists tell me that that's fission, that the actual melting of the elements themselves and uh, matter in, in all of it, just fleeing away and God remaking from the very smallest Particles and I don't even know all the words quarks and protons and neutrons and small stuff. You know, God, the creator, who brings it all back down to nothing so he can bring it all back up into something beautiful and remade for his glory. And if that be true, and it is true, because we're talking about the promises of God, then how should we be living? Should we be living for the stuff that's going to pass away? Should we be living for the stuff that's going to melt away? Or should we, should we be living for that which will never pass away? I like what Jesus said. He said, heaven and earth shall pass away. He, he declared that in his ministry. But my words shall not pass away. So remember, this passage is about people scoffing at the word of God. They say, oh, the Word of God. You know, God gives His Word. He says things, but it never comes to pass. Look, at all things have been as they are from the beginning of the creation. Nothing ever changes. You know, God's Word this, God's Word that. You can't trust it. And yet, what did Jesus say? Jesus said, hey, that what you think you always have, things like the, the stars and the planets and this earth, that will pass away. And that which you scoff at, the Word of God, that will never pass away. So the scoffers had it just absolutely diametrically wrong, didn't they? Look at verse number 11 of our text, 2 Peter chapter 3 and verse 11. Here's the applicational thought that the Apostle Peter gives us. He says, "...seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved." So if that be true, think about that, said the Apostle Peter, then what manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness? What kind of life should you be living if you knew that nothing tangible is retainable? That, that's a, that ought to be a, a pretty obvious rhetorical question, shouldn't it? Look, look at verse number 12, where he goes on to say, looking for... And hasting unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. So what kind of life ought you to be living as you look for that, as you hasten unto that, like I'm living for that day? See, there's there's the there's the motivational perspective, what kind of person ought we to be, understanding this. But there's the daily motivation because I'm looking for it. I'm hasting unto it. See, it's one thing to understand that, hey, this world is not, not my home. I'm just a passing through. It's one thing to understand that the things of this world we must loosely hold. Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth where moth and rust doth corrupt. It's one thing to understand that academically. It's another thing to look for and hasten unto the coming of the day of God. See, we've got to remind ourselves, there's our theme, right, in this book. We've got to remind ourselves day after day, what am I looking for? What am I running for? What, what am I hastening unto? And I, I would ask you that even today. What are you looking for? Uh, even as you look for the fulfillment of your goals today or your checklist of things that you're going to do or your one-year, five-year, 10-year plan or the work goals that you have. Now, all of that is good, I, th- I guess, in its place. But we need to consciously remind ourselves that we're looking for and we're hasting onto the coming of the day of God. That's why the Apostle Paul in 2 Timothy chapter 4 said, There's laid up for me a crowd of rejoicing, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto all them also that love His appearing, but I'm looking for, I'm hasting unto, I'm living in light of the coming of the Lord. And all that that means, that day of the Lord we talked about, that encompasses a much larger period of time than just one day, many, many years, even over a thousand years. But understanding that the reality that we think is so pressing and so important to us today, uh, in years to come, in ages to come, will seem just So small. So it's all perspective, isn't it? Look at verse uh, number 13. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, so there it is again, we keep on coming back to the promises of God. We began talking about that in verse three of chapter one. We've been reiterating them all in chapter uh, number three. Despite what the scoffers say, the word of God is true in creation, true in the flood, true in uh, the coming judgment, true in uh, his promise of salvation, true to you and me. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, the Bible says in verse 13, look for new heavens And a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. And that's really, I think, where Peter wanted to go with these struggling people. You know, we're we're not looking for this world to become utopia. We're not hoping that through our legislative efforts or through our voting record or through our political activism. And I'm not against those things in their place. We've got to be good citizens. But we're not going to be ushering in the millennium, folks. We're not going to be making a better place. Uh, Evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse. Uh, The point is, we're looking for God to make all things new. And there's coming a new heaven and a new earth A new Jerusalem coming down from God out of heaven, wherein dwelleth righteousness, where we can walk on streets of gold. We can eat of the tree of life freely. We can dwell in the very presence of God. Uh, There's righteousness that dwells. The people to whom uh, Peter was writing were people that were living in Roman persecution. Uh, They were living in uh, a society that celebrated debauchery and it was hedonistic and was polytheistic. And it seemed as if Christianity and righteousness and holiness, worshiping God, all of those things seemed like they were losing propositions. And yet, what did Peter say? But well, we're looking for a day. We're looking for a day. And you can know that that day is going to come. Why? You have the promise of God. And that's a great, great uh, way, I think, for us to end today's podcast. To know that our future is just as bright as the promises of God. Don't know what you're going to go through today. Don't know who's gonna lie about you, what bad turn of events is gonna take place, but we know this, heaven and earth shall pass away. God's word won't, and he's given you his word. There's coming a day where you and I will dwell with him in righteousness. No more sickness, no more pain, no more dying, just eternal bliss with our great God who keeps his great promises. Hope that helps today. Looking forward to jumping into verse number 14 uh, next episode. Hope you'll be here for that. God bless you, my friends. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you enjoy Everyday Truth, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.